Everyone here in this room tonight is part of a very special group who understand each other because we share the same experience. Only those with, who have a special needs child understand what it's like. I remember when our ninth and youngest uh, child, our daughter Bracha, was born 15 years ago. Uh, it felt like falling down the rabbit's hole. It was a shock to the system. Our oldest child then, our daughter, was in Beis Rivka in uh, high school. Uh, she had to give a talk to the class that week, and she like, burst out crying. Uh, I do hope things have changed for the better, because she was a little taken aback. No one in the Holy even came over to her, said anything to her. And the truth is, people didn't know what to say. When we grew up, we never saw a special needs child. It was Bayirah, Bayir Matzah. They were institutionalized kept at home. It was so far from our reality. You know, sometimes in the, in the Catskills, in the camp, you would bump into a group from Camp Pass. You know, when our baby Bracha was born, when I saw her for the first time, I knew something was wrong, but I had no idea. My wife, Hani, right away recognized that she had Down syndrome. It was so far removed, I, I couldn't even put my finger on it. The, um, the chief geneticist of New York Cornell, which is our local hospital where Bracha was born, called me in and spoke very bluntly. An old elderly doctor, one of the top doctors in his field, and he tells me that we shouldn't feel guilty if we want to give up our baby. She uh, is and will be severely limited, very low IQ. He gave me an example. She'll be uh, standing at a bus stop and the bus won't come and she won't be able to figure it out. She'll just stand there and stand there. And, uh, you know, today, uh, Hani and I look at our mischievous daughter who could figure out how to play with a phone and a computer better than I do. We're wondering, where's, where's the child that the doctor promised us? It was shocking to me that at this late date in the 21st century, this respectful doctor could even suggest giving up, giving up our child. Actually, when we were there, there was a baby from another Hasidic Shakrayas who abandoned their baby. The Rabbanan told them, it's a shot in some shidduch. And um, it, it gives you a whole appreciation for the older generation who defy the authorities and the experts and all the pressure who chose to keep their children at home. It was like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, when the, when the children were institutionalized, they were not loved, they were not cared for, they died young. But today, you have not one, you have hundreds of Helen Kellers you have as a result of the love and the, the uh, attention. The sky is the limit, the potential that our special needs children have exceed any, any expectation. Our bracha was born on Friday, Friday night, late at night, Shabbos, before Rosh Hashanah. We decided to call her bracha. I walked from the hospital Shabbos morning to the Chabad house. 
to run the minion and to name our baby. Later on, people in the community told me that they knew something was, something was wrong. I had a very grim face. Usually after we give the name, we make a, a, a Harzike pencil. This tans was very short. It was one akafa. And we decided, I'm not going to tell the kids anything. We'll take them to the hospital, let them see their baby sister for themselves. First impression. So after shul, after kiddush, I was walking with my kids to the hospital. The older kids kept on asking me, why bracha? There's no one in the family that's named bracha. So I told them, well, it's Shabbos Mubarakim, the Eivish that is benching the Chaydash. <laughs> and I kept on saying, life is full of surprises. And, you know, they got an inkling that something was unusual. But they came to the hospital and they saw their little baby sister and they just fell in love with her. And it remained like that ever since. Baruch Hashem, our bracha does not have health issues. Many Down syndrome do. And um, she was in the hospital longer than usual, but Baruch Hashem. And maybe I should not be the one standing here speaking to you tonight. But we went through all the different stages of grief, of mourning, how family came to comfort us. Uh, to be honest with you, we did not appreciate, uh, you know, uh, actually, I have to say that everything Dr. Rebbe writes in Tanya, 26 Pelik, Tanya, we experienced it, we felt it. Ashrei Hagever Asherti Asrena Yudke, the Rebbe says that the, when a person has challenges or Yisurim, it's really coming from a much deeper place from the Ebrister. The Ebrister is speaking to us in a much more intimate, a much more mature, a much deeper language than when things are overtly good. And we felt it. It's hard to explain unless you experience it. Uh, I'm sure everyone here experienced it, but you feel a certain closeness to the Ebersh that even more so when things are obviously good, there's a certain gentleness, like the Ebersh doesn't give, give us anything we can't handle. It's like a very personal to make sure that you can handle everything and everything is... Uh, but I have to be honest, we did not appreciate the Americana Shaitim, you know, some people in the community didn't know how to respond, didn't know what to say. And the other extreme, you had people coming over to us, gushing, oh, it's, so, it's unbelievable, uh, so much. So I wish I had a special needs child. What, 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 are you, what are you wishing? When the Ebershah created the world, the world was a Ghanedin, the world was perfect, and Matan all the handicapped were cured, the Mashiach will come, the whole world will be whole. But bracha, our bracha is what prompted us to start. This opened up the whole world of special needs for us. And it prompted us to open and start our friendship circle. Uh, actually, our oldest daughter was the first director. Uh, now her and her husband, Yosef Yitzchak Wilhelm, now run our Chabad Young Professionals in the Upper East Side. And our, our other daughter, Sarah, and her husband, Shlemi Gutnik, run a very vibrant uh, friendship circle. We service over 100 uh, families. Again... Till that point, you never saw a special needs child on the Upper East Side. Every family suffered alone, was isolated. Now you have a whole support group and active programs and uh, an annual friendship uh, circle walk and, and um, carnival. The rabbi of the Park Avenue Synagogue, probably the most prominent conservative temple in, the, in America, uh, Rabbi Elliot Cosgrove, 
um, from his pulpit announce, he says, you know, my son can volunteer anywhere. Where does he choose to volunteer? At Chabad. And he's very into the, uh, the friendship circle. He raises money for the, for the walk, etc. You know, we're living in a twilight zone, like a benashmashis. On one hand, every day that the gullus continues, we experience a new level of darkness that we've never experienced before. On the other hand, with every passing day, we also experience a new level of light that we've never seen before. And the friendship circle is very much part of this transformation. Look how far society has come. 75, 80 years ago, the Nazis in Machshambam murdered 200,000 of their own special needs um, children and handicapped children. And look today, we truly, how society treats our special needs children. We truly live in a Malchus Shel Chesed. I don't think there's anywhere else in the world, like New York State actually, that the amount of help, and it's enough to make you a liberal. It's just, uh, it's just really incredible. Um, our daughter goes to Baiwai, the program in Williamsburg, where Satmer created in the public school system, basically a yeshiva. I mean, a generation ago, this would have been inconceivable. But all changes begin in the family. The family is the atom of existence. It's how the family treats their own special needs child, the sibling, the extended family. You know, in our Chabad house, we are probably the largest concentration of world-class hospitals in the world in the Upper East Side. You should only come to the maternity ward. Um, but unfortunately, we get chassidim come from all over. And um, for many of them, it's the first time they're davening in a Chabad house. First time they step foot in a Chabad house in their life. And it's, it's, it's an experience for them. You know, we get feedback all the time. They come, they're tzabrachim, they, they don't know what to expect. And they walk away so inspired, you know, they hear of our tzidus, and they say, you know, we, we were more inspired here than 30 years in Borough Park or Williamsburg, wherever they come from. Uh, one put in, we had the, the Badditch of a Rebbe for months, he was by us, and we heard him on the phone, he was talking to this Gaboy, he says, you can't believe what's going on here. Megillah, Megillah reading after Megillah reading, all packed. It was like Aris from the cave. But in the, in the, um, in the, uh, when they change the clock in the summer, we offer them shalashudas. They should have what to eat. And when uh, my daughter was younger, she would sit right next to me. You know, when there's no shame, you feel very comfortable, proud of your own child. Everyone around you feels comfortable. And she is a sibling, and she is a beloved aunt, and niece, and cousin, and member of the community. You know, our special needs children are very spiritual by nature. So more so than all of her siblings, she comes to shul every Shabbos. <laughs> she sits in the front, as a nashim. She stands up with everyone, sits with everyone, holding the siddur. You know, I don't give any sermons at the Chabad house. Instead, between each reading of Aliyah, we explain the Parsha. She sits and listens. She's there. Um, it's, just, it's, just, uh, it's just incredible. In the Ayoyim Yoyim of Chavav Shvat, the Rebbe quotes, Fidik Rebbe, says that Ava, 
Love is the Ruach HaChayim, is the spirit of life in Avedas HaChassidus. And this is the Chut HaMakasha, this is the string that connects Hasidim with each other and Hasidim with the Rebbe and the Rebbe with Hasidim. And you can say the same is with a family. A family is a unit, it's a spiritual unit, it's a soul connection. And love is the oxygen, love is what makes up the family. And when it comes to love, our special needs children shine and sparkle and they teach us. They teach us a lot. You know, we can look at our special needs children as a problem, or we can look at them as a bracha. You know the famous uh, painting, the famous picture portrait, where you see two vases, and then when you look closer, what do you see? Two profiles of a face. When you look at the ink, I see two vases. But when you look at the space around it, you see sculpture, you see two faces. So it all depends how you look. You know, when the Mittler Rebbe heard the Megillah for the first time, Alter Rebbe used to hear, used to read the Megillah. Alter Rebbe was out of town. And the Balkader finished reading the Megillah, the Mittler Rebbe says, Ashena Maisa, it's a nice story. When he heard B'chukhoisai for the first time, when Alter Rebbe was out of town, he chalosh. Couldn't even fast. There was a question whether he can fast in Kippur a few weeks later. And he said, every year you hear the Teichacha. He says, at the Tate Leint, you don't hear Teichacha. I hear something else entirely. You know, we can look at our children very superficially. You can look at it as a Teichacha. Why I don't deserve this? Why is Hashem doing this to me? as a punishment. Or you can look at it properly. It's a brach. You know, Hasidus says, on one hand, the Titus says, this world is an illusion. It's Alma the Shikr. On the other hand, the Titus says, it's Bereshis Baralakim. It's not an illusion. Which one is it? It all depends how you look at it. When all you're looking at, when you're taking everything at face value and you see the vase, it's an illusion. But when you see, you see it properly, you see the faces, then you see some, some, something else entirely. And Hasidus asked the same question. You know, spiritually speaking, our generation, we are like the special needs generation, spiritually speaking, of Kalisra, of all generations. On the other hand, we say, we are the most beloved generation. We are going to be the ones who are going to see Mashiach. We? The spiritual midgets of all generations? We are like, in comparison to our elders, we're like spiritually retarded. Even the previous generations, in comparison to the early generations, were considered like special needs children. Which is how Hasidus explains why is it that the Amchik Nessus Hagdoyla were the ones to be Mesakin, the institute, davening and brachas. There was no davening before that. During the first thousand years of the Jewish people, from Matan Torah till the Amchik Nessus Hagdoyla, the beginning of the second base of Megdash, there was no formal davening, there was no formal brachas. Why? 
It's like a difference between our regular children and our special needs children. Our regular children, children pick things up naturally. You don't have to point everything out. They just instinctively, they pick, they pick things up. But our special needs children, every moment becomes a teaching moment. You have to take the opportunity and take their head and, and turn it around and point, point this and point to that. Before, in the era of Nevoah, during the first Beis Amigdash, where a million, two hundred thousand Nevi'im, Yidin instinctively felt the Ebesh there, they davened in their own words, he didn't need to formula. To... But with the end of the era of Nevoah, starting with Antrik Nessus they instituted, like that special needs child that needs, you have to point it out. You went to the bathroom, Make a bracha. You know what a miracle the human body is? 37 trillion cells? Are you kidding me? You know, understand what a miracle it is that we're alive, that this body, this 37 trillion cells is all working? You drink a cup of water. You think the miracle of Kriyas Yamsuf is a nest? The biggest nest in the Torah? That's nothing in comparison to the nest of this cup of water. The fact that life even exists the chances of life being so perfect, allowing us to exist, mathematically, it's almost impossible. You take a cup of water and make a bracha. So if in the, the previous generations, they were considered special needs in comparison to the earlier generations, what about us? It's almost like a cosmic joke. Rabbi Kiva did not merit Mashiach. The Baal Shem did not merit Mashiach. Al-Tarebbe did not merit Mashiach. And we, Iqvise, the Iqvise, the souls of the souls of the feet, the most, the Malacham Mavish of the Guf, the most insensitive part of the Guf, we are going to. Kalashvi and Chavir, where do you see this Chavivas? What's special about our generation? So the Rebbe says, when we call our children special, special needs, it's not just a euphemism. It's like Hasidus explains, what's the expression in the Gemara for someone who's blind? Sagi noir, literally, excessive light. So it's not just a euphemism, but it's literal. Not only because the neshama is perfect, which explains why blind parents can give birth to children who can see. Handicapped parents give birth to children who are not handicapped, because the neshama is perfect. Every neshama is perfect. It's just there's something wrong in the body. When you give birth, you're transmitting your neshama, your essence of your neshama. No, when you say sagi it means that the blind person actually has more light than the average person. So much so that the eye cannot contain this light. So the Rebbe says when we call our children special needs children, it's not just a euphemism. They are truly special. And we see that. We see that like in our generation. Hasidah says, where's the chavivas of our generation? What do you see? What's so special about Kalashmir and Chavivah? What's special about our generation? We're the least special. And Hasidah says, because it's today that you see what true love is. The, the unconditional love between the Ebeshter and Yidin, the Yidin and the Ebeshter. We saw the Nisim in our generation. Miracles of the Six-Day War, and then, and then, and then 76 and 81, and then and the 39 accurate misses of the Scuds in 91, and then every year today there isn't a year in the world today that's living, in, that's not free. 
our generation, the least religious generation of all times, and you see the love of the Ebershter to Yidin just because we eat. Unconditional, no strings attached. The pure, a true Avash Eimatluyabadava. This is where our generation shines and sparkles, and that's what makes it so special. So when it comes to the love department, our special needs children are our teachers. This is where they shine and this is where they sparkle. We love them for their being. They don't have any screens. They don't have any artificial defenses. There's no artifice. There's nothing. They're so genuine. Their love is genuine and we can't help but love them in return. You know, we love babies, even not our own babies. We also love them. There's a special love to babies. Because babies are so vulnerable. You can't help but love them. Then we grow up and we have our armor and our defenses go up and we can't love and we can't give love. Our special needs children are open, are vulnerable, and we just can't help but love them. And the word Ava actually comes from the root have, to give. You can't take it. Only someone who knows how to give love freely is able to experience love. It's like breathing. If you try to hold your breath in, you're going to suffocate. When you let go, that's when you can breathe. You can contain it. Only a person who knows how to give, how to give Ava, have, to give love freely, that's the person who, who receives it and could experience it. Our special needs children, they know how to give. They just give their love. They demonstrate it. There's no... It's so real. And it's not only the family that experiences it, but everyone who comes in contact with it experiences it. You know, the hundreds of volunteers in our special needs program, in our friendship circle, these are rich kids who grew up spoiled in the Upper East Side. It completely transforms them. You know, they start out, they have to have chesed and the credits for college. But it completely transforms them. I mean, they experience, they encounter. They look forward every week to go visit these children. You don't know who's gaining more from this. Special needs children or the volunteers. It's completely transformation. So when it comes to this department, which is the Ruach Chayim of a family, they are our teachers. They shine and they sparkle. Instead of seeing a Teichach God forbid, Chas all we see is the Brach. We see how the Eberster blessed us, the Eberster gave us a blessing, and we see open, open Brachas. Ever since our Bracha came into our life, we see open Brachas. Also, begashments, things in our life, in our family. A tremendous, open, and revealed brachas. I, I just want to conclude the, when our bracha turned bas mitzvah. So, we wanted to do something that would be meaningful to her, something exciting to her. So, uh, my wife, Hani, came up with an ingenious idea. You know, our bracha was very much big into princesses. Very big into her princesses. So we decided we're going to make her, she's coming out as a basmelech princess, 
And we made it a ball. We all got dressed up in costume accordingly. And she was sitting there in a throne next to the king and queen. That makes us the king and queen. And everyone came dressed up. And of course, the aunt and uncle, the, the, the Dutch, they were introduced, you know, the line introduced to the princess, uh, the duke and, Dutch, and, and duchess from Eastern Parkway is <laughs> now coming by. And it, it was just adorable. It was meaningful to her. It was exciting. It was fun. And it was some, something, something memorable. So we should just cherish this bracha the Ebershta gave us, special neshamas the Ebershta sent our way. Honestly, I can't even imagine life today without our bracha. Um, it's a tremendous bracha. And uh, we hope and daven that we'll merit, we'll see the kol and chavivin, we'll see this chavivus when the Ebershta will be whole, his name will be whole, Al Yisrael will be whole, our special needs children will be made whole, and those who do have health issues will have a refuah shleima, and may it happen now, mamash, mamash, mamash. Thank you.